2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: It's Friday, July 9th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Throughout the pandemic, mental health has been a big issue, with a lot of anxiety and depression going around. But there is a silver lining. The world's psychological immune system turned out to be more resilient than we thought. Many people were able to weather the psychological challenges of the pandemic and focus on the positive, despite some real challenges. Elizabeth Dunn, psychology professor at the University of British Columbia and chief science officer of Happy Money, joins us for how the pandemic didn't affect mental health the way you think. Thanks for joining us, Elizabeth.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
3: You probably heard a lot about mental health throughout the pandemic. In a lot of cases, a lot of people did need help. It was a big disruptor to everybody's lives. But you wrote an article talking about how overall... The global population was much, much more resilient. Things didn't get as bad as we thought. We were expecting waves of people going crazy and and not feeling too well. But overall, things didn't turn out too bad. You know, it started off pretty bad, but people improved over time. So, Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about this.
1: I am part of a Lancet task force on mental health, and our job was to comb through the literature and find the best studies out there to look at the mental health consequences of the pandemic. And, you know, we really went into this data expecting to see just despair, right? Because this has just been such a terrible and difficult tragedy. And there's such a strong media narrative around this notion of a pandemic mental health crisis. So we were actually pretty startled when we discovered in the best data sets that although people did exhibit a spike in anxiety and depression early on in the pandemic around March and April, very quickly, people started to show real evidence of resilience, returning pretty close to kind of pre-pandemic levels of mental health.
3: To state this clearly, you know, this is not to diminish those people that did go through something. There were a lot of people that legitimately went through the anxiety, depression. There were deaths by suicide, all that. But overall, people did tend to come back pretty quickly. And you mentioned in the article, too, you know, by spring and summertime, people were really kind of getting over the pandemic. They wanted to get back to that normalcy. And that's why people started going out during the summer and all that. You know, so that's really where it started to turn a little bit.
1: That's exactly right. So what we saw is that it was around summer of 2020 that people seemed to be doing a lot better. You know, and interestingly, I think if we look back to sort of mid to late 2020, people were still experiencing pretty substantial disruptions to their lives, you know, being unable to see far flung friends and family, you know, having to work from home. Lots of stuff was still, you know, a big challenge. And so I think it's still very striking to note that people maintained their feelings of life satisfaction over this period. Anxiety and depression fell back down. So what I really take away from this is just people have an incredible capacity for resilience. And that in no way diminishes the really important... Very valid struggles that so many people experience, but I think we also have to recognize this incredible human capacity to deal with kind of whatever comes our way.
3: Part of this too, if I may, just comment on it. You know, because we did a lot of stories on the podcast about mental health throughout this whole thing, and and part of why it sounded so bad, I think, was that a lot of services were scaled back for people to throw more power behind treating people with COVID. So in hospitals and 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 clinical centers, you know, some of the mental health services got scaled back. So that was part of the issue. People couldn't get the normal help they might have needed. But you're right. You are talking about this psychological immune system that we as human beings possess. And, and this is kind of what helps us get over these things a lot quicker.
1: Yeah. So we use the term psychological immune system to mean this whole sort of web of cognitive abilities that we all possess that enables us to kind of make the best of even a really terrible situation. Right. So if you go through a bad breakup, for example, or lose your job, you may be really devastated at first, but pretty quickly you'll figure out that, you know, Hey, that there were things I didn't like about their, that romantic partner, or, you know, I'm appreciating the opportunity to get back on the dating market or whatever. So we we know from this past research that people do have this incredible capacity to cope with negative life events. And what really stood out to me is that that psychological immune system seemed to kick into high gear in the face of the pandemic.
3: Right. And where, you know, obviously people have always said, Hey, get ready for the next one. I mean, this kind of teaches us an important lesson that we can get over these things. We can survive these things and come out better on the, on the other side, hopefully in a lot of cases.
1: Yes, that's absolutely right. And that's why I think it was so important to us to share this message because, you know, I think it's easy to step away from the pandemic with this impression that everybody fell apart, everyone's mental health was just destroyed by this really negative uh, experience of living through the pandemic. And that would be the wrong lesson to take away from this. I mean, I really think what we're seeing in the data is that human beings can cope with massive changes to daily life. And that's so important, I think, as we face off not only to a future pandemic, but also to challenges like climate change. may have to undergo real changes to our daily life as we cope with climate change. And I think we need to recognize, hey, human beings can get through this. You know, we can make big changes to our daily life and still maintain our mental health.
3: In all the studies that you combed over, because it was over a thousand, I think you mentioned in the article, um, anything that stood out the most uh, to you throughout all of that?
1: I think the single study that stood out to me the most was the Gallup World Poll data, which uh, the Gallup World Poll survey's thousands and thousands of people from over 100 countries around the world and measures their life satisfaction. And they've been doing this for many years. And what we see is that the life satisfaction that people reported you know, around the world in the Gallup World Poll in 2020 was identical to the second decimal point to averages from previous years. So this is just astounding to me that like all the incredible changes we all went through and life satisfaction on average around the world remained completely stable with regard to previous years. Now it did bounce around. There were points in the year where people were having a tough time. Again, that March and April was no joke. People had a tough time in March and April, of 2020, but they bounced back. And so, you know, to me, this is just a really powerful tribute to the human spirit.
3: Yeah, I mean, everything changed, but, you know, we look to those silver linings, you know, being stuck at home with your family wasn't so bad at sometimes when you had your family game nights and things like that. So every silver lining that we could find kind of probably helped us through all of that. So just a, a good way to look at this. And, you know, obviously there are people that have needed help and do need help still. But overall, we've shown that we can get through all of this. Elizabeth Dunn, psychology professor at the University of British Columbia and chief science officer of Happy Money Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
3: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with smart metabolic burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow use code brain 10 and get 10 percent off that's code brain 10 and get 10 percent off your first purchase amen university because your mental health matters
1: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring